Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. Just this week, at least five lawsuits have been filed against Juul Labs, the top seller of e-cigarettes, including suits by the states of New York and California. The states allege that Juul targeted teenagers with its deceptive and misleading marketing of its e-cigarettes, contributing to a youth vaping epidemic. Here are Attorneys General Javier Becerra of California and Letitia James of New York. Our lawsuit alleges that Juul targeted underage Californians with its marketing and sales practices of its nicotine-addictive vaping products. Juul basically took a page from Big Tobacco's playbook by marketing its products in a manner that was appealing to underage youth. It misled consumers about the nicotine content of Juul's products. It misrepresented the safety and the therapeutic value of its products by saying they were safer than cigarettes and suggesting that consumers make the switch. Joining me is Edvard Peterson, Bloomberg News legal reporter. Edvard, the allegations of the lawsuits by New York and California are very similar. Tell us about them. Well, I think they're focused mainly on false advertising, deceptive advertising, and false business practices. And the general idea is that both California and New York allege that dual targeted underage well, children, teenagers, with their advertising for their e-cigarettes. That is illegal because in the United States, no one under 21 is allowed to buy cigarettes, so you can't advertise them to this group either. And What California in particular has been alleging is that Jules' advertising campaign sought out young people to portray vaping as a hip and cool alternative to cigarettes or just something you can start even if you haven't smoked before. And they used social media. They enlisted influencers on Instagram. They went to outdoor events where there were lots of young children to hand out free samples. So basically sought out a young audience and that implicitly captured a lot of people who were too young to buy tobacco products. Both states allege that Juul took a page from Big Tobacco's playbook. How so? Well, they meant that quite literally because the founders of Juul, well, they're at Stanford University, went to the library and read up on tobacco's marketing practices. And this is because the big tobacco settlement with the states from a while back, as part of that, the tobacco industry disclosed a lot of their internal information about how they went about marketing cigarettes. And it's the same idea, just as in the 40s and the 50s, they portrayed cigarettes as being cool, like they used Marilyn Monroe, James Dean as sort of role models that smoked. And in the same way, Jewel tried to sort of create this image of vaping as something cool and hip and, you know, fashion forward. Do you have any idea how much money is involved, what the states are asking for here? Well, California is asking for as much as $2,500 per violations of its business and advertising laws. So that could end up to a lot of money. For one thing, California's Proposition 65 
makes it a violation not to disclose uh, harmful products, harmful uh, chemicals in your products. California says that uh, you'll violate this by, among other things, handing out samples that were outside of the packaging. So people didn't didn't have any warning what's in it and that it was harmful to them. And at some point, you know, it wasn't disclosed that uh, there was nicotine in dual pots. And the interesting fact is that a lot of teenagers that vape, or dual as they call it, don't even know there's nicotine in that, that product. So that's, uh, you know, according to California, that uh, violates a lot of, you know, disclosure laws. Explain the allegation that Juul didn't do enough to verify the ages of the buyers online. Yeah, this is a very uh, big part of the California case, at least. They used an internal verification uh, process, and a lot of uh, you know customers buy these products online through the Jewel website. And you have to sort of prove that you're 21 to do so. And the verification process that Jewel used, according to California, was so shoddy that it allowed people to use multiple uh, efforts to get a pass, and they lowered the standards, so they used only fragments of address to verify somebody's identity. But they also, according to California, there were people who just used obvious vague, fake names like beer can to buy dual products and successfully buy dual products. So that basically what California is alleging this uh, verification system was designed so that as many people as possible would pass it rather than to actually strictly filter out those people who are too young to buy uh, tobacco products. Has Juul responded to any of the lawsuits against it? Yeah, they said they have taken uh, steps to uh, reduce uh, the marketing to children uh, or to eliminate it, I suppose. Uh, They're not selling a lot of these fruit flavors anymore that were extremely popular with teenagers in particular. So they have been, you know, making steps, but I imagine that California and New York didn't think these steps went far enough, and they see, you know, there's an, according to them, there's an epidemic of teenagers vaping, and according to what California said, it's like one in four high school students vapes. And so there is a huge problem, and they want Jewel to take responsibility for that and, you know, help fix it. Thanks, Edvard. That's Edvard Peterson, Bloomberg News legal reporter. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.